came here to say Who wanted from the junk? Came here to we can't get exactly what you want Came here to say that you don't really want it with us yeah. We love you know We came here to say that you don't really want it with us yeah. Yeah. The sports show Yeah. East side, east side. Mm. Mm. Getting it. No? Huh? Too early? I got to relax? All right. My bad. I, I was confused. I don't know. I don't know. I was confused. I was confused. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show, episode 121. I am your host, Big Baby, a.k.a. Actually, I am your co-host, Big Baby, a.k.a. the soul of R&B. I be hosting sometimes, too. Why well, I don't get that? I don't ever get no co-host. Man. I've, I've hosted a couple times. Shut yeah, up, you... Matt! <laughs> <laughs> you've, claimed, you've claimed your hosting duties. <laughs> you claim the... And, and and at the bottom of the pyramid, the other co-host. Thank you. Thank you. DK Matt. I mean, since Pete's not here, do we really gotta do pick five anymore? Like he's not here. I don't I don't feel comfortable doing he's it. He's gonna get all zeros. That's I just all zeros. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. I hate the NFL as a whole. Zero this year. zero and five this week for you, Peter. I hope you're watching just, and listening. Zero and five. Just upset. And and to my top right, we have the queen, the other co-host, the the one, the co-host one a, one a, <laughs> queen. Tony. I never really realized how light skinned you are. You mad light? Who me? Yeah. Nah. Or are you glowing? Not glowing. <laughs> I'm about to say, what you been doing this week? I just not a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I, I'm boring, baby. All I do is. Get money and stay in the mm-hmm. house. Lying, yeah, I don't stay in the house. I'm always outside, but you outside, outside, not staying outside, outside like I'm outside. outside yeah. She outside. Do I still look light? Yeah, it's your skin tone. You light skin? No, the fuck. Don't be light. No, light skin or the men that like you. Tavia DeBarge. No, um. Oh, this man. is my natural tone when I wake up in the morning. I get as the anger fuels my life, I get darker and darker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Lord, I went shopping is. yesterday. It felt so good. You what? I went shopping yesterday. It felt so good. Haven't shopped really? in a long time. To be fair, you haven't talked about going shopping in a while. So that's hard work being a worker the way you work. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Make that money. Oh no, it doesn't seem like I'm gonna meet anybody or meet anybody rich. Both. Why they gotta be rich? They just gotta soothe your soul. That type of love got me hurt before. So that's the point. I ain't gonna hold you right. My bad. I gotta Mater- I gotta material relax. love now. Emotional love yeah. don't work no more. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I feel the void of that emotional like need for myself. 
So it's like either you're adding to it or you adding funds. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I got a baby. I need some money. <laughs> Yo. I'm telling you, next year, we're just, we're just going to change this whole show up. <laughs> we're just going to change this whole thing up. Well, it's not going to be about sports no more because if we talk about other shit, it's going to go down. Well, first it's of all, gonna... rest in peace, take off. Yes, word. That, 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 that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Man. To that news was heartbreaking. The few times that I've had the opportunity to work with, with uh, Take, mm-hmm. he was very humble, very sweet. And even if he wasn't, black mm-hmm. men to be allowed to grow old. Absolutely. Okay. I just, I, I just hate senseless, senseless violence. Like it, like granted, you know, we all got past and, you know, we all were young at one point, but certain things you grow out of and you grow old from, and it's like, he didn't deserve to die. He didn't deserve to die like that. He didn't deserve to have his pictures on the internet of, you know, with his body on the floor bleeding out like that. That's just, that's just too, I, I don't understand what's wrong with this generation and why they do that. They'll they'll record and video everything and take pictures of everything for likes before they'll call 911. And it's just, it's sad. You know, you pray for that family because they have to endure that. It's, right. it's one thing to mourn the loss. It's another thing to see that, you know, the person that they love on the floor taking his last breath, you know, like that. That's, it's crazy. I don't agree with that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that uh, we're quick to record. That's the thing I don't like. We're quick to record, but when the police will come up and ask us something, what happens? Oh, now we, we don't, don't know nothing. We don't know nothing. We don't know nothing. So, like, I, I don't get it. Like, um, Gilly the Kid went off on, on Instagram about it. Just I can understand if people were recording. Man. <laughs> oh man! But for those who are listening, uh, Matt's babies are always a constant on the show for some reason. <laughs> They're always on the show, so everybody be like, "Matt, why you don't be on the show all the time?" Yeah, with my kids <laughs> to avoid stuff like them acting like they're in Call of Duty, about to get a hit. They are crawling like they're in Call of Duty, for sure. For sure. What is wrong? But I, like I said, like I can understand people recording for the sake of help. People are just recording for the sake of likes and, and, and clickbait. And that that's just, that's no good. But like, like Tavia said, I've heard from a lot of people that, you know, like Tavia said, he didn't bother nobody. He was in the background, just, just there. Go ahead. But it's like, what people can't get through. This is my thing. People are like, oh, well, you got to change your surroundings and this and the third. Like, a lot, people don't realize that a lot of celebrities go to these places after hours. Mm-hmm. And they hang out all night. They, they, they don't only bowl, they have their own entourage. So, my thing is, like, you got to be a real loser. To take somebody's life in a private, mm-hmm. at any 
the thing is, no one here is God. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, when you take another man's life, for what? Literally for no reason. For what? It's senseless. It's senseless. And at the end of the day, people say he shouldn't have been there. So where the, where should he have been then? He was in I, Houston, obviously, doing a press run for his new tour, for his new album. Which was dope, by the way. If y'all heard it, that whole album was dope. Like, it's... I I, I thought I thought it was going to lack because it's not all three of them. And I'm not really a like a Migos fans. They got they dropped a couple songs that I did that I did vibe with, but I did listen to the album because I heard you know their interview on Drink Champs when it dropped. Yeah, and, it, and it's legit hot. I'm not gonna hold you. It, it didn't really lack anything. It was it was it was it was dope. I mess with it. I don't know who that is. Who is that? I'm not sure. I have to go on Facebook and see. But oh. shout out to whoever you're. That's you're. Um, but yeah, definitely rest in peace, take off. Um, the, the violence has to stop and the violence against each other has to stop. Like, it's never that serious. And so, privacy so. matters, guys. Right. Stop recording and stop taking pictures of people, lose, like loved ones who are like on their last breath. Nobody needs to see that. Nobody wants, no, you, clout should never be that important over somebody's privacy and the sensitivity of them losing their loved one that is ridiculous like you had like i don't i think the world has gotten so like like adjusted to violence that they just feel like that's cool and that's the norm and it's not it's not cool and why are my kids still doing this what is wrong with her they can do what they want <laughs> what why <laughs> But um, watch TV in Daddy's room. Go ahead. As we were arguing about earlier, Peter's on assignment. They um, wanna, they wanna, they let them do what they wanna do. Let them skate. Let them skate. <laughs> let them skate. Daddy daycare. <laughs> right. Got well, almost had three years of doing the show. January of them doing this too. They've been doing this for three years too. <laughs> I love Legit. it. Legit. Yes. Jesus. Tammy run under the studio at some point. <laughs> I'm with it. I got all this free time. Not necessarily free time from them. You know, but they come with me. They've been in the studio a couple times with me. Yeah, listen. Listen. My daughter could watch them like they did, like she did that. I know. Time. All I right. Know. Yeah. See, look. We got it all together. We're, we're like a hundred, we're at a hundred close to a hundred episode anniversary from one of my favorite episodes, the oxtail episode. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, Marty. Oh, <laughs> uh, yo, uh, that was legendary. I don't remember that one. So the one uh, where we we got the red shirts for the first time. The um, so the Jamaican jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With your damn that. Jamaican jealousy. Oh my oh god! Oh my god, that was hilarious. Oh, I, that, that I can't weeks. believe we haven't been in the studio for two years. Right, yeah, COVID did that. <laughs> Some of it is COVID, and then after post COVID, I think schedules, schedules, everybody's um, life starts to go a different direction. <laughs> but yeah, twenty twenty three. 
We at least got to do a studio show once a month, at least. I'm with it. I'm yeah, with at least it. once. I gotta come to New York more more often anyway. That's well, where all the love is. Well, I'm still out in the city because I'm. Well, yeah. you you only gonna be like an hour and a half away, so don't be letting the ops <laughs> know my location. Ain't gonna be no location. I just said an hour and a half. You could be in the Bronx. What, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I said That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing right now. That's what we're doing. Yeah. What's up, Drizzy? My Drizzy. man, Coach Carter. What's going on? My guy, Coach Carter. What's Big going coach. on, brother? Big coach. What's going on? I see everybody watching real early in the morning. We like Sports Center right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's because right. everybody, you know, trying to pre, you know, get ready for the next half hour. I don't know if we're able to talk about what's yes, coming the, the up, next you know. um, yeah. half half hour. One in the next half hour. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it though. I'm gonna watch it with yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with the girls. I'm, I'm gonna put it on my. I'm, I'm gonna put it on next week. But um, yo, we should do an after the year about that though. Which I think. What you think? Um, yeah, no, we definitely can. We could probably do it. Honestly, we could do it tomorrow because um, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm off. So I go to work at ten. If I'm not am Nah. No, okay. no. Actually, I'm off. I'm off. You're right. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, we can do it. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow's fine. Now. Tomorrow's not. We knocked that out early, and then um. All yeah, right. We'll what are we doing tomorrow? Because y'all always you can't it. do it. Yeah, it's something you can't. It's something you, you can't, can't do, do it. it. Let me tell you what y'all do that that upsets me. Everybody uh-huh. want to do a spinoff. Everybody want to do it after the year and stuff like that. Like pour your energy into the main Brooklyn BS. Brooklyn BS too. That's coming. Yeah. Soon. Dot, 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 dot. Pour your energy into the show, like. You're gonna like that show though. It's a, it's gonna be a variation. Yo, 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 gonna you're gonna like the show. Yeah, We're gonna you. get you on, Tay. And then you, you, you wanna argue all, about more than just sports. When I Matter first of all, at the end of the day, pour that energy into your I am. People be on people be on other podcasts, people be doing all these I get all these alerts from Dre about these these crypt talk stuff. I'm like Crypto like is part of year. Crypto is part of year. Crypto is part of year. The show. Crypto promotes year. We don't know. During the show. You nah. You ain't gonna tell me. Do it. <laughs> no. All right, see? The I never, show. I never thought I'm gonna have to do this again. What? <laughs> <laughs> Take off force my hand today. Do it. Do it. Uh, we all sign. We all sign into the same account. Do it. Do That's fine. Do <laughs> it. We we all sign into the same account. I don't know who pressed the button. But that wasn't me. So. I oh, hate this Put it back. Yeah, we 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 haven't used that in a long time. We will no. never use it again. All right, let, let's get into. I ain't gonna hold you. Can I say something real quick? I really miss right. Larry. <laughs> like I really miss Larry. We need to have him like, as a guest because. When we, about, when we talked about when we talked about Russell Wilson, it felt good to know that Larry had my back. When we talked about Russell Wilson, and when we talked about Danny Dimes, because Danny Dimes is an average. <laughs> what? He's a what? He's, oh, what? Oh, okay. Like oh man. <laughs> I hate you guys. I hate you guys. 
Yes. I didn't even do it this time. I don't know who did it. <laughs> I don't know who did it. All right, if it wasn't Dre who did it, who clearly like like you from freaking ain't you in Kentucky or something? What you mean with the Danny slander? You ain't even you ain't even from New York. We gotta stop that Danny slander. I think bro, so, he's an know. average quarterback. I think he's more average. Than, I think I think he's more than average. Honestly, I, I'm gonna be honest Drizzy, with you. Coach Carter, you going, going too far. I don't think much more than average, but I think he's more than average. I think with I can this, agree coach, with you, this system, I think with this this coach, this system, with um, Saquon being healthy, with all the pieces, and they're still missing some pieces. So now, at the the most, I feel like the, the that's my best friend, guys. The best running hi. The best. He's a home. Patriots fan. Don't don't say hi to him. He's a Patriots fan. It doesn't matter. They can't they they can't buy a win if they inflated all the balls. But anyway. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Lined up. Man. Your stomach. So I'm I'm guessing you're not a fan of Mac Jones. Jeez. Who? I'm guessing you're not a fan of Mac Jones. Yeah, we took two from you though. For sure, took two from y'all. Two. We have we have three, but we took two. I think three. we have more than three, sweetheart. I think we have four. And we took two from you. Two. So the 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 ones that matter is the ones we took from them. And then the other, and then and then another member of the NFC East took the third. So. Oh yeah, that happened to be uh yeah, that had to be my guy Nick Foles. <laughs> Because the damn sure wasn't called. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because nobody else in the NFC is going to win the Super Bowl outside the Giants or the Eagles. So, no, I think the Eagles got a good chance. Well, let me tell you something. That's still two teams out of four. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And to be because, honest with you, let me tell you something. And I know we're going to get into it where we're going to talk. So, you're not going to root for the Eagles who better than y'all. Okay. We're, we're about to get. Hey, cuz. Hey, cuz. I love I you. It's time for us to hit today's topic. Okay. Say no more. Oh, God. <laughs> it caught y'all. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> it caught y'all. So, say lead us off. I think, all right. So, the Eagles we appreciate are eight you, bro. The Eagles are 8 0 this season, right? And I think Matt wants to already. Write them into the Super Bowl. I think that, you know, with no. Wilkins trolling every day about the Eagles fly, Eagles fly. No, it's so I can get my pick five championship that I deserve. I have, I have That's all it is. I have something very important to say about this. Right? Can we, please, can we please take a look at the teams that they beat to get to 8 0? Can we please? Because they beat the Cowboys. Hold on. Oh, that was the most impressive win that they've had, right? Come on. To be fair. A win is a win, Tay. All right. All right. But when it was the Steelers last year and when it was the Cardinals, right? It was the Steelers the he year before the, the Cardinals one. last year. Who was the first one with the trumpeteer talking about this, this undefeated season streak was inflated, Right. Not going to hold you, not going to take away. The Eagles are a talented squad. 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm right. I, I switched the I switched the year, right? I know you got it. I got you. Yeah. But teamwork. I got yeah. you. But when you beat up on teams that are nowhere near your 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 caliber, right? These are games you're supposed to win. Do I feel like they're gonna get smacked in the playoffs? I do. I think yeah. that's so cute. So can somebody pull up or I'll do it myself? Yeah. The Eagles season so far and who they've beat. They beat the Texans, who are one and six. Right? Hold on, Eagle schedule. I'm gonna I'm gonna run down who they've beaten. All right. Mm-mm. They beat the Lions. Who are actually decent this year. They're actually okay. Detroit is actually good this year. Good for Detroit or good for the league? All right. They beat the Vikings. Who are good. They beat they're good. I hate Kirk Cousins, but they're good. The Vikings, the, Vikings are, the Vikings have not made any significant progress over the past few years. So, boom. But I'm just saying they're good. They beat- they beat the Jaguars. I ain't got nothing for that. Uh, they yeah. beat the Cardinals. <laughs> the Eagles, the, the Cowboys, that was an impressive win. They beat the Steelers. And then they beat the Texans. I'm just saying, Tay, any team, like, what we would get on them that, if they were to lose to any I'm of those teams. That I feel like if you give the Cowboys that schedule, they're 8 0. They did that last year. They had the weakest schedule last year. And they still lost. I feel like you give I feel like you give the Packers that schedule, they're eight and oh two. I doubt it. Even playing as bad as they've been playing and not making any moves to support their quarterback, whose name I'm not gonna mention this episode, because I promised Matt that I would not. I didn't promise Matt nothing. So <laughs> and I feel like the Eagles, yes, they are a good team. Yes. But the NFC East is way more competitive than it's been over the past few years. Because the Giants suffered a hair a hair bending loss over the weekend. That was on the Giants. Yeah. The Giants beat themselves more than the Seahawks beat them. The Seahawks kept them in the game. The Seahawks, they want a sloppy one because the Giants, the Giants, two costly fumbles cost them that game. But I feel like when it comes to the Eagles, they are a good team. They are. But are they what Matt is saying that they are? I don't know. Here he goes. You about to get you about to get flayed, boy. You about to get flamed. Doom, doom, doom. I hope you had a good. I hope you had a good. Matter of fact, before we get started, how was last night? Incredible. Um, My guy. I'm, that I'm, don't give you a reason to be late, though. No, no, that don't no. give you a reason to be late. Like, <laughs> no, that that is on. Um, that is completely on me. I take I take full responsibility for that. I, okay. I thought we were. I right. literally forgot that we were eleven. I thought we were twelve. 
what I told you. I'm gonna mute myself because I, I, no, I want to edit. That's I'm not saying edit nothing. Curse and Pete out. You asked for eleven o'clock, Peter. I did. I did. I did. And then Matt and I were the only ones on time. Dre gets an excuse. Yeah, I got home. I, I got home from work at six in the morning. And then I text the group chat at eleven something, at ten something, like yo, where you at? So you had an alarm clock reminder. I Mr. listen. I take, I take responsibility. I take responsibility for it, and Tay, I deserve it all. Okay. I do. But anyway, we cancel and pick five. Matt, because you're winning. Matt, what happened? What's what up? About the Eagles. I'm not gonna hold you. I I like their team. I like their team. And again, I got so much slack from all three. Other way. Really? The other way. Bubbles? Other way. Bubbles. Really? You're blowing bubbles. That's what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, no, blow all the bubbles she wants. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. By the way, it's it's my daughter. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just hi, boo boo. Say hi. Hi. All right. But yeah. Well, I forgot where I was at. Y'all all gave me slack because we all had choices on who we were gonna pick for the NFC and who we were gonna pick for the AFC. And I was the only one that chose the Eagles. I was the only one, well, except for Wilkins. But yeah, me and Wilkins were the Wilkins only is not one a part of this podcast. Look. He is my brother in this situation right now. Me and Wilkins and a couple of my homeboys from from from, from Wilkins Philly. Wilkins is not a part of the Yard Sports Show. We're the only ones that chose the Eagles to win the NFC. And I made a bet with our queen on who is going to win the NFC East. And I told you, the Eagles. Who you told me it was? The Giants. No. The Giants. You said the Giants. No, you I definitely didn't. said the Giants. No, I yes, didn't. Yes, you did. This is what I said. Who you chose? I said the And Pete. Pete could back me up, and Dre, you could back me up, too. I have it. I have it on here. I said she the picked, Cowboys. She said the Cowboys. Well, they you ain't winning Pete. it. The you Eagles is. You and Pete. And Pete Pete said the Eagles, too. Yeah, he did not say the. He did not. Yes, he yes did. I have it here. Pete sent it. Sent me all y'all picks. You sure it was him, or you sure it was boy in Vietnam? This is before Vietnam. You sure? We don't know. Yes. We don't got a timetable on when that happened. <laughs> I don't know when that happened. How about them Cowboys? They suck. I mean, well, I mean, what you want me to? <laughs> they do. Some, Cowboys they out here beating up on the team. <laughs> Cowboys <laughs> out here beating up on the teams that they're supposed to beat up on. But the like, Eagles are doing horns. Your godfather says, hey. No, right. I wouldn't finish. I wouldn't finish. Okay. I wouldn't finish. And and the Eagles are, are doing the same. I think the Giants have had a rougher schedule than than um, those other two teams, at least in the first half of the season. I, I do think the, the roles are going to flip. Coming into uh, uh, you know after this week, where the giant schedule gets a smidge bit easier, and and the other two teams they they have to work, they have to work. Not, let's not even talk about the damn Commanders. That's I've there. been fuck, I've been saying that since like, last season. Nobody yeah, want to listen to me. There was a there was a time where on this podcast the Commanders got a little bit too much. Um, we gave them too much love. Yeah, not for yeah. me. 
Can you stop? No, 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 it, it, no she cannot stop. It brings an up. Uh, let me tell you something. It softens the look <laughs> in a good way. Blow all the bubbles you want, princess. Make, make sure y'all hear Auntie say, uh, blow all the bubbles y'all want. They can't hear you. I got the headphones. That's why my nieces and nephews they love to come to my house. When they come to my house, it is candy, movies, shopping. They love it. Manicures. We have a great time. Because Auntie Tavia has to be a beast any other day of the week. But when it comes to the kids, I love the kids. Tavia is for the kids. They love the kids. They love the kids. Huh? You know, it's, it's interesting about the Eagles because they have the so easiest, what is she saying? They have, they have the easiest, easiest schedule. remaining schedule. Yes, they do. Um, there is auntie. legitimately on paper. On Tavia. paper. There is no reason. Say hi, Auntie Tavia. Why the Eagles cannot go undefeated in the regular season on paper? Um, they have. I got it right here. They fight. They, they play the Commanders, the Colts, Packers, Titans, the Giants twice, Chicago, Dallas, and the Saints. The hardest game on that schedule is Tennessee. Um, the Packers might turn up the heat. I think they lose to the Saints as well. I think they'll lose to the Packers and the Saints. That's about it. I think that I think the Packers are going to turn up the heat, and I think that they I think they're going to have I I don't feel like they're going to beat the Cowboys the next time around. I mean, I think they I, and I, to be honest with you, I feel I feel like Dak shouldn't be the starting quarterback. Right now, my thing is you're gonna have the Cowboys the next time they play Philly. They're going. They're going. Uh, oh no, they're playing at at uh, at Dallas. Um, yeah, Dallas's schedule is Green Bay at Green Bay at Minnesota, home against the Giants and the Colts, and then Houston at Jacksonville, home against Philly, and then they end on the road at Tennessee and at Washington. So Dallas has again winnable games too, but I just think I don't know about this whole quarterback thing. That the, the, the whole this whole quarterback deal that they have going on, I, I don't know. That, like they believe in Dak, and Dak the past two weeks has, like I said, beat up on teams he's supposed to beat up on, but still. And where is Ezekiel Elliott? I feel like he is somebody who has evaded the smoke. For a couple of seasons. Yeah. To be fair. At one point in time, wasn't he... Didn't they give the big guaranteed contract to Zeke and not Zach? Yep. Yes, they did. And where is Ezekiel Elliott? Where he at? He did. He's averaging 40 yards again, you know. <laughs> Tony, Tony Pollard had a better game than Zeke Elliott had. I told y'all last year Tony Pollard should have been starting, but y'all ain't want to listen to me. Not you. Not y'all. Let me say something. Pete, it was Pete. I'm about Pete, to say any Pete any cowboy any cowboy slander. I'm with the shits. So <laughs> I said Tony Pollard should have started. <laughs> I don't think we should put that much faith in him because we don't. He's not a proven person. This is what this is what boy over here said. 
That's what Mr. Rosado, aka Farrakhan Minister Martin Luther King Rosado Pete Jr. said. That's what he said. Pollard hasn't proven nothing yet. Zeke is the money man because of all the stuff that he did. Pollard is a starter. He needs to start. I'm sick of Zeke and his crop t-shirts and stuff showing his abs and stuff. Nobody want to see that. Except for we want to see you put the yards on the court. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't mean to correct you. <laughs> sorry. My bad. I don't My need bad. help. Thank I you. said I'm sorry. I said sorry. Okay, thanks. Yo, Go ahead, Pete. Go ahead, cannot, Pete. Can't deal with y'all. Defend, can't deal with defend why you <laughs> said Zeke needs to be a starter. Go ahead and defend it, Pete. Go ahead. Yeah, I said Zeke needed to be the starter because they gave Zeke that contract. And I'm sorry, unless you're injured, you better make just of that contract. They paid him X amount of money to be a starter. They paid him X amount of money to go out there and put up the numbers. Then guess what? Go put up those numbers. Yes, Tony Pollard has produced better. But, but the law of averages is the question. Tony Pollard has produced better in spots. We have seen that happen with every position player in the NFL, including quarterbacks, where they come in for a game or two, and they're really, really, really good. Can they sustain that same production every game, week in and week out, for a 16, now 18-week season? I don't know if Tony Pollard could do that. I don't know that yet, right? Yes, you're right. You're right, Diori. Zeke is not producing. But you go ahead. You go to Jerry Jones and tell him to sit down the man that is making max money as a running back. You go tell Jerry Jones to put the man that has a max contract at running back on the bench. And you see how quickly we are laughed out of Cowboy Stadium. That's what's going to happen. It's what happens in every sport. It is near impossible to get the high-paid player, the max player, on the bench. Not as much as James Dolan needs to leave. <clears throat> All right, we won't get into that. <laughs> Just saying. Jerry Jones needs to smoke too. On Halloween, his crypt keeping hundred and fifty year old ass decides to dress up like a blind referee, which was very offensive. Yo, what? Very offensive. Very offensive. Just so that you know. I I got a question for the for the table and whoever's listening and whoever's on the on the um whoever's watching it live. Who's the worst owner? James Dolan or Jerry? Um James Dolan. Yeah, at least at least uh Jerry hires convicted felons and they play on the Cowboys. Big baby. Um <laughs> James Dolan's the worst. That Seriously. hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. That hurt a lot. Seriously. Damn. So what do you guys think about the rest of the season and how it looks for the Eagles? Just to wrap this part up. <laughs> I would hope they go I, to the conference. They they will go to I think they will go to the championship game. NFC oh. championship game? Whoa, 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 whoa. Before, 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 before you say that, before before we get into that. No, he doesn't. Because he had all autonomy to make moves before the trade deadline hit, and he didn't do shit. So, and y'all lacking a receiver. Wait, 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 wait. Lacking a receiver. 
No, time out. That does not mean Jerry Jones don't spend money. It just means he spends his money stupid. Exactly. That doesn't mean he don't spend money. (laughs) We didn't. (laughs) And to be honest with you, they attract. I'm sorry. All into the purposes. If if you don't look at the stats, they have a top ranking quarterback and a top ranking. Um, running back. Are we really going to call Dak so, Prescott a, a top-ranking so you really know I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold that to you when you start talking all that shit about Russell Wilson. But anyway, I'm a hold. I'm eleven. Remember, remember yeah. that clip because Russell Wilson is better than Dak Prescott, and I don't give a shit. I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with I you. I don't care what no. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree That's with you. But as of last year, he's number uh, one. Uh, uh, skeet skeet. So um. <laughs> Drizzy, Drizzy, Diori, is Russell Wilson the top ten quarterback from last season? No, last season you have to ask the question. But Dre, you see what I say? Moving the goalposts. This is what I mean. Right? That's what we talk about. You this is what I mean. A, you said you Properly. Oh yeah, my god. Ask it properly. Ask it properly. You said last season. Yo, last you said it properly. Pete, ain't that yo, what you said? Y'all give me PT y'all give me PTSD every time. Ask the question, we ask a question from the week before that y'all was arguing about. Ask the question properly. I'm just saying 2020, yes. Last season, hell no. He is not a top ten quarterback. Last season was, uh-huh. last season was Russell Wilson in the top ten quarterbacks during last season. No, I think so. No, I think so. But anyway, you know, I mean, that's not, that's not I mean, case. I mean, the boy, the boy only threw for over three thousand yards, twenty five touchdowns, six interceptions. His second lowest inter- amount of interceptions in a single season. Besides 2019, okay, and had a quarterback rating of 103.1 and and missed two games last year. And he played on a Seahawks team that was not really performing well. So, yes, based on his statistics from last year, he was and should have been ranked as a top 10 quarterback. And if you look at his statistics throughout his career, apologist, this is a man who should be ranked as a top 10 quarterback. But he wasn't. That well, okay. He well. wasn't. I gave you the top ten. I gave it to you last week. I gave it to you, and you got mad because I said Derek Carr was in there. Derek Carr was in there. I'm sorry, because no. there's been Russell no Wilson. reason Las Vegas you know even gave it for the playoffs. Backtracking. The I'm not backtracking. We are backtracking. What happened? We are backtracking. This, this is what happened. This is exactly what happened. Derek right. Carr is was not better than Russell Wilson last season. It, well. He wasn't. A lot of a lot of opinions disagree with you. Yeah, we we pulled up the lists. I gave you the list. And, and, and to be completely honest, to complete be completely honest, none of us here are picking Derek Carr over Russell Wilson. In fact, none of us here. None of us here. If I say this, if I say this, before the 2021 season started, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson was ranked in the top ten entering the season. In fact, in multiple polls, Russell Wilson was ranked in the top five for quarterbacks entering the 2021 season. Now, at the end of the 2021 season, was he ranked a little lower in the top 10? Yes. But entering the 2022 season, he was still considered to be a top 10 starting 
quarterback. You think that's going to still last after this season? Because I don't. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Yeah, but to be no. fair, let me tell you something. Tom Brady, and Aaron, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be on the top ten either. Uh, yeah, they got They have to be taken off the list as well, for sure. I said so that last Matthew week. Stafford. So this Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford shouldn't have been on the top ten list anyway. We're not doing Matthew Stafford started to play like Jared Goff. <laughs> Making it seem like they shouldn't have made the trade in the first place. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, sir. Jared Goff getting his ass with Watch Geno Smith sneak his ass on that goddamn list for some reason. He like, absolutely like, will sneak his way. Watch Geno Smith sneak his ass on that list. Depends on where the Seahawks go this season. They're doing better than Denver's doing. So I mean, I gonna, see that happening. I think the Seahawks are going to make the. I think Seahawks are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. I think Seahawks are going to make the playoffs though. All right. Um, I mean, to you, I, guess, I, guess, I, I guess since we're still on football, we I guess we could do the pick five. To Tavia's question, though, about what's the outlook for the Eagles again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't see why the Eagles cannot go. Um, at the very least, you know, maybe sixteen and two this season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe better than that, just on paper. Um, and when we look at the NFC right now. Really, the only competition they have, uh, besides the Cowboys and the Giants in their own division, is the Vikings, and that's it. Everybody else is far and away a, a rough go. Don't get me wrong, the Seahawks have been nice. Seattle has been a sneaky pick this year, but I don't know if that maintains. The only team I'm really worried about in the NFC coming out of nowhere is the San Francisco 49ers, because that trade for Christian McCaffrey. Oh, my God, Pete. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey looking like 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 what? <laughs> he catching. He's playing like a receiver and a run. He's playing like Debo, uh, bro. Debo, right now, bro. He reinvigor. He's reinvigorating those 49ers. The Panthers don't. The Panthers fuck up. Yeah, they 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 fucked up by getting Baker Mayfield anyway. So. <laughs> So it, it it was bad for them anyway. I see I see the, the, the San Francisco 49ers as as that, that sleeper team. They're four and four right now. Oddly enough, they're three and oh in their own division already. Uh they have a plus twenty-nine differential. Here's what's interesting. They have the same point differential as the Minnesota Vikings that are at six and one. And the San Francisco mm. 49ers are four and four. Right? Uh and there are only two, four six teams in the entire NFC with a positive point differential. The Eagles are plus 90. The Cowboys are plus 50. The Niners and the Vikings are plus 29. The Seahawks are plus 11 and the Giants are plus six. Everybody else has a negative point differential in the NFC. Those are the best defense, um, the best offensive defensive teams in the NFC. So, but I, then I you look at the you look at the AFC, that. you look at the AFC, and you mm-hmm. have two teams with a losing record that have actually outscored their opponents. Mm. The Cleveland Browns at three and five have a plus one differential, and the Jacksonville Jaguars at two and six actually have a plus fourteen. Mm. Huh? We'll definitely see how the, how the NFC shapes up and, and what the Eagles do. But uh, 
unfortunately, it's time to go to um, Peter's top five right now. Wow. Wow. Peter, Peter's pick five right now. Wow. <laughs> the pettiness is real. Yes, Peter's pick five. <laughs> Hopefully, we all did better this week, but I doubt it. So let's the see. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. And yes, Facebook user, the 49ers were a playoff team. Now they're going to probably take over the NFC West. Not with Trey Lance, they wasn't. No, probably not. But Peter, Peter's pick five. <laughs> Terrible. We're really doing this? That's what we're doing? Yes. I saw that exasperated look on your face when you saw my picture. Because it's not right. It is I need, My picture needs to be up there. No. There's no way in hell the Giants are winning the NFC East. I never said that. You picked the Giants. I never that, said that. That was the Giants. Wasn't it, wasn't it the Cowboys versus the Eagles? I said any no. said the Eagles. She picked not, the Giants. No, that's not what she happened. She picked the Giants. Pete, Matt. don't lie and don't Matt. don't hide under your tail Matt. because it's Tavia. Matt. She picked the Giants. Matt. I'm Dre. Dre wasn't yeah. on the show. I wasn't it was there. me, you, and Pete. We had that. We had that discussion in the chat too. I said, "You." The thing was, for you to win, the Eagles have to win the NFC East. They're about to. Dre, did you send me the Week Eight picks? Um, yeah, yeah. It should be inside the Instagram thing. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, I gotta go in there. Hold on. No, he sent me to week nine, week nine, not week eight. He picked. He sent me the games. Oh, I thought you had the picks and everything. Hold on. Okay, hold on. I'll send it to you right now. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I was about uh, to ask because that, that that sound came on a couple, so I'm like, I'm not buzzing, bro. Okay. Yes, my my text ringtone is the Power Rangers Morphin Watch. So last week, just to run down last week, uh, Matt picked the cards. The rest of us picked the Vikings. We all picked the Jets. We see how that turned out. Me and Tay, uh, me and, Tay and Matt picked the Giants. Pete, Pete picked the Seahawks. We all picked the Niners, and we all picked the Bills. All right. So let me update the standings here. Um, Matt. I could have sworn we all picked the Seahawks last week. Mm-mm. Matt took that L. Thanks, Pete. Announcing on the show. Then we all took an L. <laughs> <laughs> we all picked the Seahawks. No, I was the only one who picked the Seahawks. No, I'm, I'm, oh, I, of course no. you all have to say that. I said that I want to pick the Giants, but I know they're going to lose. <laughs> But you also said he's still 10 toes down on your, huh? on your team. I never said that. So, <laughs> said that. so uh, <laughs> we don't have this. This feels really unorganized. So, can we just do week eight? No, no, I got, I got this. So, we got, okay, we got Tay picked the, Tay picked the Seahawks. Dre and Matt picked the Giants. What? Wait. <laughs> Hell no. I'm going to listen. I hate you guys. No, no, nah, don't worry about it. I got I got it on cue. 
<laughs> we all took we all took the we all took the Niners. Does it really matter? He has like a nine game lead on all of us. Like, why are we doing this right now? Like, uh, come technically, on. technically, it's only an eight game lead. Oh, 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 he got it. Um, it, it's a nine game lead on you, Matt. Everybody else, <laughs> it's a eight game lead. Damn. Uh, oh, man. Where did he go? Lucky I, lucky I can't say what I want to say. Because Tate is freaking like, you know what? I'm going to So, with, uh, with Tate <laughs> picking the Seahawks. I'm going to have to suspend Matt for five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and his sneaky deal gets pushed back. <laughs> right. <it's gonna> <laughs> we, got, we haven't talked about that yet. I'm, I'm just walking off. All of that and then stuff. I'm <laughs> walking off, and I mean it. Not dealing with this Kyrie slander for the day. I'm not dealing, not dealing with it all week. It's not, no, it's not slander. It's not slander. We're not doing that. We're talking about the pick we'll five right now. I ain't talking about that right now. I'm not anti Semitic. I don't even, there's too many damn syllables. I don't even know what it means. Not doing I would that. never go on in the public. You see, saying that in the chat is one thing. <laughs> But going in the public and saying that is a whole different, you know. Matt, Everybody you know really my heart. Go there. You see how you see how you just, just, just um, I, I get just, it. I gotta relax. I got it. Right Damn. now, uh, Dre and Tavia have moved into second place at twenty-one and nineteen. Matt is at five hundred, bringing up the rear at twenty and twenty. We had to add that extra one, right? You had to add that. You know what? I'm gonna just stop because you're gonna make me say it, and I'm not trying to say it. And I am 29 and 11. If you would have no-showed this show, you would have been 0 and 5, Murray. This is true. This is very true. Yeah, if you, you would have no-showed, I wouldn't even sent you the picks. So. <laughs> I'm like, well. Straight, I would have straight 0 and 5. You would have just listened to the show. And he like, still oh, would have been in a three-game lead. Right. He still would have been a hat way out of us. <laughs> oh, man. We would have need um, – Old boy from Vietnam to get you for real for real this time. All right. So let's start this pick five. Our picks for this week. All right. First game, guys. Bills versus Jets. I'm not Bills. Yeah, Bills all around. I love my. You should pick the Jets. We picked the Giants last week. You need to pick the Jets. They picked the Seahawks. Um, no, I, listen. I, I love my Jets. I'm a, I'm a fan, but I'm not. I'm not also going to sit here and let my fandom uh, make me make a dumb decision. You're also up like 20 games, Pete. You can miss one. Like, <laughs> yes, but it won't be against the Bills. You said it won't be this one. <laughs> it won't be this one. <laughs> Cause I fully. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Y'all all ragging on me for the lead, but I yes. fully expect I'm gonna need this as we get into the dog days of the season. Because I fully expect for one of y'all to make a run out of nowhere and then for my picks to go right into the shitter. And wow. for some reason, I'm going to need I'm gonna need this cushion. I have a funny feeling I'm going to need this cushion. Because remember, we have gone into the playoffs before with people in the league. And then all of a sudden, they're done. Well, Pete, you made some dumbass picks in those playoffs. <laughs> and... You messed up for yourself by hating on Tom Brady. But that was you. That was you. Now, now you're saying that. Now, if we turn around and do it again, 
<laughs> That'll be on you. I hope I hope he end up with some Stregonona looking woman. What? What? You ain't gonna tell me you ain't never read the child the children's book Stregonona? No. That, wow. That is definitely that is definitely it. You know what? I'm gonna stop. Like in everybody's kindergarten class. Yeah, it's been a while. And uh never mind. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Tay, he's he's egging me on. You want me to say it, but I'm crying. Seahawks versus Cardinals. <laughs> I'm taking the Seahawks. Me too. I don't trust Kyler Murray. No, you're just a Geno Smith the, fan. Just be I honest. I want to take the Cardinals. I want to take the Cardinals. And Kyler Murray let me oh, down every time I pick him. Every single time. Right now. Um, so I, but I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. Matter of fact, fuck that, I'm picking the Cardinals. I'm picking the Cardinals. Yeah. All right, so Tay's got the Seahawks. Mm -hmm. And Matt's got the Cardinals instead of the Seahawks. And Dre's got the Seahawks. Yep. Rams versus Bucks. <laughs> A lot of these they games both are easy. Uh, yeah, they both suck. This is probably the, <laughs> the most competitive game. It, I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, I was. I listen. Uh, I didn't want to pick any. Like some of the other games are just going to be toss ups anyway. Like, like the Falcons versus um, who are the Falcons playing this week? I saw the Falcons and the Commanders or something like that. Falcons and Chargers and, and Chargers. Uh, that actually oh, might be. That actually might be a, a, a damn good game because Marcus Mariota playing really good. But still. I'm surprised you didn't take the Raiders and the Jaguars after the Raiders put up a goose egg last week. The Jaguars would beat them. Everybody was like, oh, the Raiders are going to win against the Jaguars. Yeah, zero points. Zero. Also, can we talk about how Calvin Ridley got traded at the trading deadline and still can't play? Didn't he retire? Nope. I thought he retired. That's good. Yeah, I, thought, I definitely thought he retired. They traded Calvin Ridley to the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> That's not bad for them, but. <laughs> it's bad for him. It's bad for him. It's not bad for the Jaguars. But um, so what was it? Yeah, so Rams Bucks. Uh, I got the uh, well, Matt's the only one that made a pick on the Rams. I'm gonna take the Rams. They gotta win a game. They have to win a game, honestly, at some point. And this has to be the easiest game. They probably have a chance to win. The Bucks just look beat up, and Brady. Brady looked like he want to be anywhere but the football field right now. Not divorce court. I'm gonna pick the Bucks. I'm gonna pick the bucks. Who you got, Queen? Well, I'm just making sure that Matt screen matches mine. Yeah, mm -hmm. Matt. Say yours. Yeah. All right. So, because Peacock was giving me a problem. Well, oh. um. Yeah. Is I it I'll go with the. Rams. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Matt. 
All right. We got the Rams and Dre got the Bucks. Yep. All right. Um, two more. Titans, Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm sorry for the Titans. We ain't going to remember them after this. Absolutely not. Well, I don't remember them now. The Ravens versus Saints. Ravens. Are you eating sunflower seeds? Saints look good last week. It's my comfort food. Saints look good last week. You're right, but uh, I don't think Lamar Jackson gonna let them run crazy on him. So. Saints looked really good last week. I love how all our TVs are in sync. <laughs> Y'all really can still see the TV. I can see the bottom of it, which is fine. But <laughs> and you know who had a great game for the Saints last week? Who? Cool. Andy Dalton. Fuck Christ. Him. Sorry. Christ. <laughs> All right. So we we have our picture for um this depressing pick five <laughs> that Pete beat us up on. But um we all picked the to, Ravens, correct? Did we all pick the Ravens? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now to the main event of stuff. Or well, I should probably save that topic for last. <laughs> Matt Matt's favorite topic. I'm about to leave. All right, we'll start with this. The world. Se- we'll start with the World Series update real quick. Um, the Houston, a- I'm sorry, the Houston Astros pitched a no hitter the other night um, in the World Series, second time ever that's ever happened, and then followed it up with a big um, game six, um, game five win in Philly. And the next two games are now in um, Houston, if I'm not mistaken. So do the Philly do the Phillies come back and win or or no. is that it for them? I think it's a wrap. What do you think? It's a wrap. I mean, they did have Meek Mill come out and sing "Dreams and Nightmares," which is pretty cool. That's probably what did them in. But then Jasmine Sullivan came in and sang the national anthem, and it kind of soothed everybody's soul, and that was it. So Philly was hype, and then Jasmine Jasmine Sullivan came in. That national anthem was beautiful. So. Pete, your thoughts. I mean, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough. The Phillies have to win two games, and not just any two games. They have to win two games in a row. And this Astros pitching staff, which is full of nobodies and Justin Verlander, mm-hmm. you know, has really, really showed out. Um, I think this could go to a game seven. I think this really could go to a game seven. I think Philly could steal game six. Um, but it, it's going to take a lot. That offense needs to show up. And this just goes once again to show. Once again, it just goes to show that when it comes to Major League Baseball, when it comes to the postseason, pitching is king. Pitching is king. It doesn't matter how much offense you have. The Phillies have one of the best offenses in Major League Baseball, as mm-hmm. the Yankees did, okay? And the Houston Astros have got a pitching squad that, again, is a little league team plus Justin Verlander, but they're a really good team. They got some really great pitches on that team, and they shut down offenses, just like we used to say in, in football, defense wins championships. Pitching right. wins World Series. Pitching wins the playoffs. 
It's not the hitting. Okay, it's not the hitting. I can take it all the way back to Barry Bonds. Okay, when Barry Bonds and the San Francisco Giants made the World Series against the Angel, the the then Anaheim Angels, what happened? Yeah, Barry Bonds was a problem. He hit home runs in that World Series, but who won that World Series? The Angels. Why? Because their pitching staff was able to neutralize the rest of the San Francisco Giants offense. Right. And that's what Houston's doing to Philly right now. And at the end of the day. Every team's got to take notice. Your pitching staff needs to be top-notch. Your pitchers, your relievers. Because as you mentioned with that no-hitter, it was a combined no-hitter, which means the starter left. And in most cases, when you think about, oh, we knocked the starter out the game, you think about it being an advantage for the other team. No, because they have just as dangerous pitchers in that bullpen as they do in their starting rotation. The two relievers and the closer were like, you finish it off. I was kind of like I was watching game at work. I was like, uh, I don't know because Houston could, I mean, a Philly could get hot at any time, but it just it just didn't happen that game. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, that's a lot of teams got to use this as that template, right? It's it's about mm-hmm. the pitching. It's not about how well you can hit. It's not about how much offense you have. Can mm-hmm. you pitch your way to a championship? Right, 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 right. Um, I do hope this goes to a game seven, though. I do hope this goes to a game seven. Um, even if it if it does, I still think Houston is gonna gonna win. But this has been a very, really, really good World Series. It's better than what I expected it to be. I'm gonna lie to you. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, we we tiptoeing. We getting there. No worry about it. <laughs> um, the next topic. Tay, you brought this one up. Um, and I, I've read about it too, but D Wade and his ex-wife fighting online about I think um, that is so messy. I think that is so messy. Um, Javon Wade. I mean, I have not heard a lot about her involvement in their kids' lives since their mm-hmm. divorce. Um, from the looks of it, and I'm not a hundred percent sure because I'm not there. But um, it looks like Gab Union and Dwayne Wade have the kids more. And I feel like using um, Zaya's sexuality to kind of show, uh, or I, no, I don't want to say sexuality, gender, to show how someone is unfit as a parent. Whereas I feel like the Wades have shown their child, their child so much love during a very sensitive transitional point in their life. I think it's really messy. I think the fact that Candace Owens and other conservative um, talking heads getting involved in it is making it so bad. And I feel like um, I really loved what Dwayne Wade said in his response. I felt like it was very classy. And I felt like it shows that parenting to him is at the forefront. And it feels like finances to her is at the forefront. And from what I can see, it feels it, it's giving deadbeat mom energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, D-Wade has sole custody of the, the kids. Yeah. And, and D-Wade mentioned this inside the post. She has not come to, the mother has not come to to meet any of the friends, hasn't come to a school conference, hasn't done nothing. None of the counselors. None of the counselors. Nothing to try to understand the situation. And but she has, she has the balls to go online and, and say D Wade's an unfit parent. 
I think that is wild. I think that is so wild to me. And I think that it's putting such a nasty stink on what has been a beautiful response by the Wades for their kids. I think, you know, and and to be honest with you, for her to say, like, they're trying to get money off of this, like, Dwayne, one thing about Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, like, they're not hurting for money. They both never hurt. They will never hurt for money. This is all about clout. This is all about clout. This is about a mom who wanted nothing to do with her child, but, you know, somehow, some way, listen, this is what this society, this age, day and age in society has wrought amongst people. Like, oh, I could start controversy. I could say X, Y, and Z, and I could get some money. I could get five minutes of fame. I can get this. I can get that. And that's what's happening in this situation. And it's sad. It's sad that it's happening with a child in the crosshairs. No child should have to be the focus of something between two parents. Never. And especially now when you're taking something that a child is already living through the public eye in terms of finding their identity and claiming their identity, okay, which is hard enough to do even though we've made so many, so much headway in in the LGBT, with the LGBT community and with and with those those factors of life, even though we've made so much headway, it's still a very difficult thing to do because of how society judges people. And now you have your own birth parent coming out and using that as ammunition for some BS with the other parent that don't even got validity. As as they would say on NFL tonight, come on, man. Yeah. Something I saw on TV just made me do that too, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely uh, oh man. I just I don't like I don't like D Wade being attacked for for anything because D Wade take care of his kids. We all can we all see it. We we all see it. We 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 all know that. Uh, Matt, six man of the year, Russ. I know you wasn't jacking it when it was said when I said it in the chat. We are, we are really going around this, huh? We are really taking the long route to this story, right? Oh, I'm yeah. leaving. I'm we leaving. We did this route. last week. I'm we, not with no none of this. Yes, every, no yes everybody. Are. Yes, everybody. Everybody gets the question. Y'all, y'all gonna let me? Y'all gonna let me host the show the way I'm, I want to host no, the show? No disrespect to the last topic, <laughs> but we literally, we literally just talked about something that could be on entertainment tonight, just so we don't talk about. Something else. You talked about last week. You brought it up last week. Why the hell we got to talk about it again? No, no, no. no, no, no. I don't don't know what you guys are talking about. We getting there. We getting there. We getting there. Think about Six Man of the Year, Russ. Let's go. It's a possibility. He's playing good off the bench, but let's be 100% accurate. The Lakers are trash. I don't see them doing anything that will warrant Russell Westbrook getting the six minute award. Right. They, 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 they need to win. About. They need to. They win would need to win for him to be the six man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not supposed to. Lie. I'm a Lakers fan. I love the Lakers, but we got to be 100. I hate you, Pete. I really do. I hate you. Oh gosh. Like anyway, just go ahead and get to the topic because I'm not gonna say nothing. Y'all not gonna like what I'm gonna say, so it makes no sense. Go ahead, get to the topic. Go ahead, get to the topic. All right, back. 
so all right also the knicks are are, are somewhat nicking and and whatever all right so and tom Thibodeau's job is in jeopardy but blew yeah, a that, 23 that's point lead to the hawks i didn't understand that one i don't i did I, I and then let Julius Randle take over. That's what happened. Right. And Obi Top have been balling this season, but you know, that's here nor there. Like apparently. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the Nets drama, right? And and I, I I'll keep it real mild for this one because we did touch on it last week. But um, first of all, Steve Nash got fired. There so, is a God. Thank so, God. So I'm I'm being completely transparent, Steve Nash also had at least 15 games, only 15 games out of the last three years, four years he was coaching of the Nets, that all his starters, all his superstars were healed up and tuned up. He had a full squad. Um, so I'll give him that. The second part, um, Steve Nash was handed a, a, a raw deal because – Everything that was going on was not basketball related. Everything on the floor, majority of this was not basketball related. Um, he didn't have to make too many adjustments when he had James Harden and, and James Harden, Kyrie, and KD. Injuries, I give him that. Last year, um, he just got beat up. KD just got beat up. Kyrie wasn't playing. Right. So now we're at the um, now we're at the kind of the apex of everything. Katie wants to request a trade, doesn't get the, get the trade. Katie requests Steve Nash get fired. Steve Nash recently gets fired. Now, Kyrie Irving, the anti-Semitic stuff, right? And again, I'm keeping it really, really mild. Not, not gonna go crazy about this. Why not? What? Why not go? Why keep it mild? I'm just asking. Um, uh, I know we touched on it last week, and Pete gave gave off the energy from all of us how we were feeling about it um that that's my that's why i said i, I was going to keep it mild you guys don't have to and then Kyrie um, went and doubled down and made it worse right and and that and and, and that was that was the issue he doubled down and, and made it worse and when he was asked to apologize he didn't apologize until he got the five game suspension yeah like you okay let first of all steve nash gets fired and the first story we hear about is that the Nets are now working on a contract to make Emi Odoka, whatever his name is, the head coach, the man who was just suspended for the whole season by the Boston Celtics for having an inappropriate relationship Has and using inappropriate with language with the staff. Has nothing to do with Brooklyn. Has nothing to do with Brooklyn. Hold on, let okay. him get to his point. Let him get to his point. So that's that was the first story we hear. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then we continue with the Kyrie drama. Okay. Kyrie does not made available to the media. For two days, which normally the NBA would have fined Brooklyn, would have fined any other team, but they did not make Kyrie available to the media for two days. Then, at a shoot wait before a shoot around, a story comes out that the Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving, and the Anti Defamation League have teamed up. They've all spoken. They've come to an understanding, and they are going to make. A one and a half million dollar donation, five hundred thousand dollars each, to anti-hate groups. Okay, so everybody's like, "Okay, this is over." It took longer than it needed to, but it's over. At the shoot around, somebody asks, 
Kyrie, if he apologizes, not even if he apologizes, but does he take responsibility That's not for the what he did? And what does Kyrie do? He shoots himself in the other foot. How? Because the man could have just sat there and said, yes. I messed up. I was wrong and posted and reposted what I posted. It was it was it was hateful. It, it it contained X, Y, and Z and kept it pushing. But no, what did he do? He's like, I know what my responsibilities are. And yeah, I, I understand that some people were hurt, but like, you know, this is what I believe, and blah 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 blah. Did never once did he come out and say that he oh no. His, his response to the question, are you anti-Semitic? How can I be anti-Semitic if I know where I came from? So that's how he got shot in the foot, because he's saying, how can I be anti-Semitic if I know where I came from? What's hard with saying no? No. That's I'm answering the question. I'm not anti-Semitic, because I you know where either, I came you from. The whole point the question, though, man. That, so just because he's not answering it the way that y'all want him to answer it, he shot himself in the foot. That's not an answer Lord, at bro. all. I'm sick of this shit. I'm not going to hold you. I'm you either say I, hate, I no. hate the fact that people that don't like him, they'll find anything, any cause to like to, to make it even worse than what it already this is. This is not personal. That's not him saying, but that's not him this saying. This is not personal. Just because cause he didn't magic, say, no, I'm not anti-Semitic. It's a problem. That's, that's, what he, that's what he's supposed to say. Because at the end of the day, Matt, let's, let, let's play semantics for a second. If a white NBA owner said, I didn't mean to share the Jim Crow laws to my Twitter, right? No, I shared it. I know where I come from. And they say, oh, well, are you racist? And he said, I know where I come from. What the? What is that implying is what I'm saying. That you don't backtrack what you're putting out there. He's answering the whole point of the anti-Semitic thing. He's feeling away because everybody's saying he's anti-Semitic. But not then, everybody's gonna. Not everybody's gonna agree. To, not everybody is gonna respond to media like how certain people respond. It's to not media. about Everybody that, Matt. It's it about a about yes to no. It's because he did not yes say it. No. You wanted him to say it. He got condemned for it. That's all. So, I'm saying. so let me ask you a question, Matt. Question, guys, my question. To, hold on, hold on, no. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No. My question to the table. My my question to the table. Was that a yes or a no question? For what, what Kyrie answered. Was it's a it, yes or no question. It's a plain it, it, yes it, or no question. It was a plain yes or no question. If if someone asks me, yo, Pete, are you a racist? And I respond, how could I be racist? I have black friends. I would get chewed out every yes, day would. for the rest of my life. You would get canceled. You would get canceled. You would get canceled. I, 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 I have black friends is the equivalent of saying I know where I came from. I, I know where I come from. It's so how can I be anti-Semitic? That's the same you, thing. To be honest with you, look. In a in a way, this, yes. This is the thing, right? Mm -hmm. There is no. There is a subset of people who feel like we are derived from Hebrewism, neglecting the fact that there are black people out there who are anti-black. There are women out there who are misogynistic. So just because you could have derived from Hebrew from Hebrewism, right, does not 
exempt you from being anti-Semitic. Is what I'm saying. You get what I mean? Look, look at we can't with one vein say Candace Owens hates black people, but how she acts, right? If she says something like that, we say, okay, you were this, you were this, it's just because you hate black people. This is what I'm saying. We in a, in a time like this, we have to be very clear with where we stand and what we say. Kyrie is a public figure. He's been a public figure for the better part of a decade, right? He is not a rookie. You get what I'm saying? This is not a, put everything I say out the window. Because to be honest with you, by all intents and purposes, I feel like this was inflamed because of the recent Kanye stuff. I will say that, right? But that does not, and I say that as far as him losing his Nike deal. Yeah, that was strictly Kanye. Kanye. I I feel like it's because Adidas didn't respond appropriately to the bullshit Kanye was saying, right? In a timely manner, and they got backlash, right? Rightfully so. So Nike has a responsibility now to be not Adidas. (laughs) And unfortunately, Kyrie fell into that because he the, the problem was he did not double down on what it was. And I feel like he didn't even watch the documentary. Because if you watch yeah. that documentary and that movie, there are so many YouTube conspiracies a part of it. It's this fake intellectual bullshit that people are like, well, I, I go to YouTube University, so I really know, I, you know this person's opinions are facts. And if you really know about the, the the true tracing the roots of our people, you would know that when we came from Africa, our generations upon generations upon generations, our religion was never monotheistic. And that's on period. If you really know your facts, if you really know your history. But I, that's for another. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about. That's the thing. I'm not gonna go into religion or none of that. My whole, but my whole. I'm not no, finished. But my... All right. I'm not finished. Right. I was talking. Take away everything I've ever said about his being overrated, all stuff like this, right? All week, the not only the media, his peers, other. Other Hall of Famers, other legends, other organizations were calling for the NBA to make a more stringent decision as far as Kanye was concerned. Not Kanye, Kyrie was concerned. And in those days, he had ample time to say, I am not anti-Semitic. That's all he had to say and apologize. And this would have been done. But like Pete said, he shot himself in the other foot by trying to be facetious about the whole thing and got himself in trouble. I got to take this. If Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you Matt, Matt. Let him go, let him go. I was just going to make one simple point. Mm-hmm. If, if this had been another play in the NBA doing this, about African-American players 
spreading misinformation about blackness and things like that, I guarantee you Kyrie Irving would have been on the front lines talking about how, oh, this person's got to get punished. This is hate speech. How are we going to let this person get off the hook real easy? Kyrie don't like it when his feet get put to the fire like everybody else. Kyrie be out here like the woe is me black person. Everything, everybody come at me. Everybody come at me because I'm black. Everybody come at me because I'm I'm history. I know my history. I know where I came from. This, that, and the third. We at Kanye, not Kanye. Kyrie has this idea in his head that he's a victim. And he's not. He puts himself in these positions. Tay said something earlier that he has influence. Kyrie Irving in a press conference, when the first when it first blew up, talked about how he had influence on people. And then when he was questioned about why he shared this, said, well, why does it matter? Y'all act like I have some kind of influence. So you talking out of both sides of your mouth. And he's done it consistently. You could run the tape on Kyrie. You could run the tape on him. And I'll be real with you. Yes, I was not a fan of Kyrie coming to the Brooklyn Nets, but I was willing to tolerate it because I knew what kind of player he was. I knew what kind of what kind of play him, him being at the best could give us. But at this point, he is not worth the drama at all. I hope he never wears a Brooklyn Nets jersey again. I hope he never plays for the Brooklyn Nets again. And in fact, I hope wherever he does go, he grows the F up. Because he didn't grow up in Cleveland. He didn't grow up in Boston. He damn sure ain't grown up while he in Brooklyn. Floor is yours, Matt. All right. Let's get to the crucifix of all of this. My problem is what he did, what it, like sharing the, the documentary and it being anti-Semitic and probably not even watching the show, whatever the case may be. Yes, wrong. It may be wrong. It is what it is. But does it deserve this amount of like fucking like heat that he's getting? Not necessarily. Like Tay said, we feel like it's all really coming down because of the Kanye shit from a couple weeks ago. That's one. Two, I feel like more of it is being doubled down on him because a lot of people don't like him. And let's be clear, a lot of this anger and all this heat and all this extra shit that has been on him since he left Cleveland, because let's be clear, nobody was checking for Kyrie before he left Cleveland. Nobody had a negative thing to say about Kyrie before he said, I want to leave Cleveland. I don't want to be a sidekick to LeBron. I don't want to be his little brother. So that's when all these stupid-ass narratives came. That's when it came, oh, he ruined the Boston Celtics because what? They played better when he wasn't playing, forgetting that they had a young coach who didn't have the real, the real trust of that team. And then they also had Gordon Hayward there that was also there that was eating up a lot of the minutes and the money. But then again, we're going to all throw it on Kyrie because he said, "Let's." Go. He said this: "I was staying if you guys would have me." But then he was offered a max contract in Brooklyn to go join up with Kevin Durant. After the young talent said, "We want this to be our team," but yo, now you know what? We're going to put it all on Kyrie. Why? Because Kyrie's a fucking basket case because he said the earth is flat and because he doesn't want to work with LeBron. So we get to Brooklyn. We get to Brooklyn. We, he gets injured in the playoffs. And clearly that's an issue. He goes the next season. He's missing games because of the riots and the COVID vaccine, which we all agreed 
was a stupid ass fucking law. We all agreed on it, but we still going to condemn Kyrie Irving for taking a stance on his personal choice. It's always this stupid ass narrative to make him look like he's some fucked up ass individual because he's not making choices that everybody else makes. Everybody that are individuals have their own individual choice. So I'm not going to sit here and keep going on this I'm a shit on Kyrie narrative because everybody else is fucking doing it. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. Do I feel like a lot of this shit is just? No. I feel like it's a it's a it's the cause of what's going on in the world today. Kanye said what the fuck he said on Drink Champs. I didn't even hear the fucking interview. They took it down before I could listen to it. But regardless of all that, Kanye said what he said, and he got canceled. So now Kyrie just shares a fucking documentary, and now he's getting canceled. He didn't, he didn't come out and say none of the shit that Kanye West said, but he's getting canceled, if not the same, if not worse, than what Kanye West is getting. Boy didn't come out and say, "Oh, I support anti-Semitic." You know why it's not worse. You know why it's not worse, Matt? Because Kanye's losing everything. At least Kyrie's still going to be able to play on his team. How do we know that? Because at minimum five games. At minimum five games. It's going to be five games. It's not going to be more than that. I don't know. I don't know, and I don't think he's getting a big contract after this season. I want to know who's advising. He was getting another big contract after this anyway. I want to know who's advising. I don't. Uh, you're Matt, mute, Jay. Uh, hey, you're on mute. But I think I think this was yeah. the last of the big contracts. To be to be to be fair with you, this was it. He's over. Yeah. He's in the league over ten plus years. Hasn't produced much since him and the Cavs have split split ways. So I think that this was the last ditch effort for a big contract. Regardless, I'm sorry. I'm speaking fast. I just took my pre work. I got you. Hey, but you. I'm, hold on, hold up, hold up. Because <laughs> I'm not done talking. I'm not done talking. Because okay. what I have to deal with on an everyday basis, and it's more than just being on this show, is, oh, you're a Kyrie apologist. You're a KD apologist. Oh, you're a Brooklyn Nets. Look, let's be 100% clear. My stand on all of this shit is, when it comes to KD, when it comes to Kyrie Irving, is I am a basketball fan. I don't give a fuck about the personal shit that he got going on. None of that shit. I wish him all the best. I wish him health and clarity and all the shit that he needs to become a better person. The only thing I want to talk about is what he does on the court. And what and one of the things that I see a lot is because everybody's personal vendetta against him for whatever decision that he made or whatever stupid shit that he said or whatever stance that he stood on that y'all don't agree with. Y'all like to use that and try to overjudge his talent. That's the shit that's annoying. And that's, that's when I, I can't take certain people's shit serious when they want to talk basketball with me regardless pete said it himself he said i i i wasn't a fan of Kyrie, but i felt like he could have helped the team because of his talent yeah you might have said that but i didn't 100 believe it because every chance you got you shitted on him let's be 100 clear but, but to be hold fair, on hold on but to be but to be fair if we're going by the talent the brooklyn nets have People gave them championship aspirations when they came together as a team. Mm-hmm. So when you look at both sides of the issue, on the court, they're not who they say they are, who they said they've been. And off the court, they're doing bullshit. So you have to look at both sides of the coin when you look at this. You get what I'm saying? It's not about, oh, I just don't like Kyrie or whatever. The thing is, people were talking really big about this team. Two, three years ago. 
if I'm not mistaken. They were supposed to be the ones to bring the chip to the Eastern Conference, not the Bucks. It was supposed to be the Nets. So when you look at that aspect and look how they put the super team together and they have not produced, Kyrie has sat more games than he's played for this team. So we can't ignore that. That's not a point that you ignore. You look at all of that. And to be honest with you, I, I, it sounds very apologetic of his behavior because the same way that I'm going to stand up for black rights, I'm going to stand up for all rights because I'm not a hypocrite. And it may, to be honest with you, when you are a player on a professional league with millions of fans, you have a responsibility to your millions of followers on social media who are from all denominations, all races, all creeds, sex and color, everything. To not say ignorant stuff online or promote ignorant stuff online. It's the same thing with like with R. Kelly. People are like, well, I just focus on the music, but he raping little girls. Like, it, make it make sense. Make it make sense. And, you know, you're in Brooklyn, you're in Brooklyn where a large part, a large part of that community is, is Jewish. Um, you, you also should know your surroundings, but to tell you to what it's interesting is, and I was going to say this earlier was I'm very interested to know who's on his, who's, who's advising him. Cause you have experience in this area, having worked in this area before in your life, like your publicist, who's his publicist, who's his agent that's telling, that's not yelling at him saying, yo, what are you doing? Exactly. It seems like he can't get out of his own way. And I'm like, Who's your agent and your publicist? And, and, and be like, yo, shut up. Let us handle this. Um, I'm gonna say one thing about it, and then we're gonna close the show. The my my problem with the the, the Kyrie thing as a quote unquote role model, and Charles Broccoli said this before. I'm not a role model, but in actuality, people are gonna look up to you. You know, you know this already. Um. And is that his fault? No, but at the end of the day, you know what type of influence you had. Kyrie Irving once said this during the pandemic. This is during the George Floyd stuff. I am the voice of the voiceless. With you saying that you are the voice of the voiceless, meaning that people will follow you on every word or everything that you do. It is irresponsible. I think I personally think it was irresponsible of him to post something without knowing the facts about it first. Which is kind of nope. I let everybody talk. No, no, nobody. Yeah. So um, I thought it was irresponsible for him to do that. Um, the the problem, the Kyrie problem, is that everything that he does off the court overshadows everything that he does on the court, and the fact that he is an injury prone player. We can't even get. We can't even allow ourselves to talk about him being on the court because he hasn't been on the court, which is why there's been arguments about Kyrie Irving. I'm not talking about he, us here. I'm talking about in general. People will defend Kyrie. People will, will, will go at Kyrie. The fact of the matter is Kyrie has not been on the court enough for us to solely look past whatever he's done or, or anything he, he's chatted about. And, and, and that is my issue with the Kyrie everything. Do I think they may be going – Above and beyond, I don't think so. And the, the, the reason why is all he had to do 
would say, I'm sorry. The apology looks disingenuous because he only apologized after he got the five-game suspension without pay. That's how I, I see it. I'm hoping that his apology is for real. Again, I don't know that man heart, but the apology just came off as, well, I got the five-game suspension, so maybe I should apologize. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I'm just saying this is how it looked. But Kyrie Irving needs a, a new PR team, and this is going to be his reality check. To lose a Nike deal is crazy. That, like that's pretty much a that's half his bread <laughs> right there. It's not including M- like NBA money. That's half his money. So he has to do something to to he has to do something to to change this narrative of him. Uh, I think sometimes the media has sometimes thrown too much on him as well. But at the same time, you want to be that star. You're going to be looked at as a star, and you have a responsibility as a star, superstar, um, to to be better and come in terms of your personal life. And you got to be on the court and be better on the court. That's how I feel about the whole situation. Can I just say one thing, please? Yes. It's no mistake that he does a lot of charity work either. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to take that from him either, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at the society we live in now and the responsibility we all have to be better, right? You can't take for granted that you have a platform. You get what I'm saying? And your platform, how you use, how you use your platform is very important. And this is a, 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 a sign of, look, we know that there there have been aggressive, targeted attacks against people of color. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And to combat that, you have to be better. All around. Mm-hmm. All around. You get what I'm saying? Not just off the court. I don't, on the court, all that stuff. You have to just be better. You know better at this point. I feel like the Brooklyn Nets as an organization is a mess. They <laughs> are a mess. Mm. Ime Gudoka as the head coach would be a would add more fuel to the fire of this being a mess. Kyrie yeah. not apologizing for spreading misinformation that is messy. That I don't. That is messy. It's not about, oh, well, you know, it's just because you don't like him or whatever. My thing is be better. Do better. Play better. And like you said, Dre, and I think you you summed up a lot of how I feel because it's hard to say, well, you know, he's a, a spectacular player where all, now where he has not played as much He's not in the media for the play. He's in the media for everything else. And it's no secret that social media has ruined a lot. Has it ruined a lot? No. Has it brought forward a lot of things that people normally say behind closed doors? Yes. And I feel like we know the chips are against us as people. But that still does not negate the fact that we got to do better 
Kyrie, do better. Do better. Because if this was a, this was a person who was a non-person of color, we would have been calling for the dogs right now. And you know this as much as I do. We, we, we've gotten on and, and gotten on for people for worse, for much less. We literally, we literally just went through an entire four-year period in this country where people of color and people of different nationalities and ethnicities and, and religions were chastised and attacked. And we've seen the rise of hate in this country, regardless of you know how you align yourself politically. We have seen that. And... You know, we, we, we literally lived through four years of that of that BS. You know, and I agree with what Tay said. And so and that doesn't only go for Kyrie, it goes for everybody. When you are in a position of being an athlete on a on a professional level, you have to be better. The optics are what they are. Yeah. Like I said, they Part of me, like I said, a big part of me agrees with Matt that he should be judged for his play. My only issue with that is the fact that he hasn't been on the floor enough for for what? Go ahead, Matt. Not what I'm saying. I'm not condoning anything he does. Oh, no, no, no. I'm I, saying, no, I, I no, wasn't no, saying, no. I wasn't saying no. that you were. were no, what I'm saying as far as being judged for it's, I'm talking about all this other shit that all the other yeah. narratives that came. So when it comes to this this narrative right here, mm -hmm. I'm already tapped out about hearing about Kyrie Irving because y'all maximized every other fucking thing that he did that wasn't that deep from gate. So it's like, so it now when it's something it's like it's this, it's like, all right. It's still subjective. What? It's not subjective because at the end of the day, I'm not condoning anything. I'm just saying when we talk, when I hear comments saying, oh, Kyrie's trash or Kyrie's this and Kyrie's not a great player and all this other stuff. I sit there and I look, I'm like, you don't really know how he plays then. You've never seen him play then if that's what you think. But no, a lot of people's opinion on Kyrie is solely about the, the, the media narrative of him. And this is before this shit. Like I said, we, we all agree. Mm -hmm. This got maximized because of the Kanye shit. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna skip over that. We're not saying what he did was right. It's not right. You shouldn't post shit or share shit and not disclose what you were. What, what was the point of you sharing it? I don't think he was sharing. I'm not saying I don't think because he admit what he shared it for. Mm -hmm. He did not share it on some anti-Semitic shit. Everybody took it that route because of what is also enclosed in that documentary. He was basically saying that African-Americans are of that Hebrew nation. That's basically what he was trying to get to with that with that sharing. It's still stupid, but that's what he did. He should have he should have explained it. But again, when you're getting attacked, everything with everything that you do, I would be defensive, too. I would be an asshole too. I'm like, look, I know what the fuck. I, I, how can I be this if I'm if I'm if I'm living this truth? I'm going to be the same PR. way. But when you again, is, I'm mm -hmm. not PR ready. I got that. I understand that. Most people are not. He's a professional. He's supposed to have handled that better. I get that. But again, when you're getting attacked and you're and you're getting attacked often, everybody has this narrative about you that may or may not be true, or you don't feel that it's true. And you can't defend yourself regardless. Because, again, how everybody view you 
There's nothing you can do about that. He can do good, and they're still going to trash him. That's where he's at in his career, and he's been that way since he left Cleveland. That's all that I'm saying. It gets to the point where it's like I'm tired of talking about Kyrie. Ain't nobody going to give him the benefit of the doubt regardless. But But he doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt in this situation. That's your opinion. That's not mine. In in, in this particular situation, no. But what you but the thing is what you're saying is oh well everybody already gonna feel a way about you so I would get defensive too but the thing is where you can afford to get defensive he can't afford that obviously seeing that now at the backlash he can't afford that he can't he should have knew that when he left Cleveland yeah but the thing is at the end of the day there was a lot there was a lot of people saying well. Kyrie is this and Kyrie is that. And since Cleveland, he has not lived up to his reputation on the court. Just being real with you. On the court, it's been way more narratives about him. And these stories are true. I would hope that Kyrie Irving is able to play all fifty-two, all 82 this year to, to shake a lot of that off. Because he, he Ky- like He's done. His career is done. I'm not even going to hold you. Kyrie's career is not done. I, it I is done. And nobody's going to have that much faith in him because, again, all this other extra shit. It's a business-driven. Yeah, he's on himself. It's right, a business-driven. Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero still getting contracted. Tyler Hero had a similar situation to this. And what did Tyler Hero do? Apologize. I'm not, trying to be, I'm not trying to be an asshole about this. Is Tyler Hero black or white? White. All right, then. So why are we no, comparing Tyler see, Hero? No, we're not going to do that. We're well, not we can't do that. We're not going to do that. It so is 100% the truth. So, wait, wait. So, I have an example. Guy. Time out. I have an example, and then we're going to go. We remember Myers Leonard, right? Yeah. Myers Leonard was on Call of Duty. He said an anti-Semitic uh, term about Jewish people. Where's Myers Leonard? He was traded from Miami to OKC. OKC was like, nah, we don't want that. He's been dropped, and he's never played again. Like, like it's not this particular one. It's not because he's black. This is literally this one. Literally, isn't because he's black. Because it can happen to any player. Did Tyler Hero get as I'm much smoke as Kyrie Irving did. I'm, I'm just tired of. No. Let me tell you something. I'm just tired of black people not holding other black people accountable for when they fuck up. I'm sorry, because at the end of the day, I'm not judging my standards on being better based on white people not being better. Because at the end of the day, we know what the we know what the chips are, we know what it is. That still doesn't negate the fact that I gotta be better. Black or white. I don't I don't judge what my rightness is based on what a white person does. Like the same thing, well nobody was mad when Harvey Weinstein but they mad at R. Kelly. They both wrong, and I'm gonna hold my I'm gonna hold a, a black man more accountable because he is a black man and he knows what it is. But that's the thing. I'm not saying that I condone anything that he did. I I'm never saying said you and, did. no. I'm just saying I'm I'm speaking in clarity because again, people watch us, so yeah, they can get but, taken out of contest but, and anything. Yeah, but again, you don't got to defend. You don't got to defend. I'm not. Def- I, I don't. I know yeah. I don't have to defend it. I'm just yeah. like I said. Clarity is everything. I yeah. don't condone that documentary. Let's be 100 clear. I don't. But I do understand that when people put narratives on certain people, you're fucked. And excuse my language, but this is the only way I know how to say it. You're fucked. 
If that's your, if that's the media narrative about you, there's nothing you can do that's going to change that narrative. Yeah, you can shut up. He can shut up any. Tay, what I'm shut saying up. is, Kyrie can yeah. do every. Ty, Kyrie can say, "I don't want to talk to the media." He's going to get crucified yeah, for that. You know what? I think, that's what I I'm think, saying. I think it. Like I said, I think, like you said, you're not condoning it, but I think that you were giving him more of the benefit of the doubt than what his actions actions are com- consistently showing you that giving him the benefit of the doubt is shooting himself in the foot. No, no it's not a benefit of the doubt. Tell you what I'm saying is, all right, let's let, let's be we're, okay. we're going behind the, we're going we're going behind the curtain. This topic in general I did not want to talk about because I knew how it was going to play out to a degree. I don't feel comfortable talking about religion or politics or none of that because again, it can get twisted. It can get skewed. It can get. It can go left in a hurry. And when when it comes to Kyrie Irving, I don't know the man personally to really have a, a judgment on him. All we know is media narratives about him. We don't know what that what, what goes on in that man's troop every day. And that's my problem. I'm not gonna go off of the Stephen A's or the Shannon Sharps. Or the Max Kellermans, but or I any know. of that. I'm I not going to go on he, that. I went by what he posted himself and what he said. I didn't himself. see him say anything saying I'm anti-Semitic. Yeah, but but he didn't say I wasn't. But he didn't say that. And I explained why. I gave you the reason why that could have been. I give you the reason why. Why? Because there are people. I've never heard a white supremacist or anybody in the political field or anybody for that matter, for the most part, come out and say. I'm racist. But you heard them say things. nigger. They'll do and things. And you heard them say remarks stating on why they could yeah, be racist. Yeah, but this, but this, this falls, this, this falls in that same, that same pot thing. Just sharing a documentary. Have, yeah, because to be honest with you, at the end of the day, if he had watched that documentary, he would have known that what he's watching could be, could be considered anti-Semitic. You don't have to say that you're racist to be racist. You know that. Now, if you so, share right, it, and I'm gonna ask you, and I'm gonna ask you all the questions. I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm gonna ask you this question. Do y'all think that Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic? I don't think he's anti-Semitic. I don't think he believes. I don't think he believes that he's anti-Semitic. But you think that he what is? Just some kids yelling outside. Yeah. But I, um, I don't think he believes he's anti-Semitic. Do but you believe think... that he's anti-Semitic? I'm not saying what you believe, what he believes. Do you believe he's anti-Semitic? I believe he can be. I believe he can be, to be honest with you. Because it shows to me that anti-Semitic... It's like, it's not enough to be non-racist. You have to be anti-racist. You get what I'm saying? And sharing things that are ambiguously racist puts you in the same category as those people who don't think that Trump is a white supremacist. Well, because even, I tell my kids to be even, in their room, they will not stay in that room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, even, though, even though a lot of these men would say that they don't hate women, they make laws that show that they hate women. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. You expect us to have a two-hour long show, but yeah, Pete, answer the answer the answer the question. You ain't you ain't exempt. You ain't exempt. Answer the question. You think Kyrie Irving's anti-Semitic? You want you want to take yourself on mute? You want to take yourself on mute so we can hear you? Oh, I apologize. I don't believe he is wholly anti-Semitic. I believe he has said things that are anti-Semitic. I believe he has certain views that are anti-Semitic. I believe that he has certain views about the world that are that run uh, that run perpendicular or against what most people sorry run parallel to what most people um do believe on a large scale i do believe that he believes certain things that can be hurtful um i don't want to say they're misguided i think they i think he may be misinformed on certain things um, but I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say that he is wholly anti-Semitic, because I do not know the man in private. But I do believe the things that he has shown, shown that he definitely does have either some misguided beliefs, some un, un some things he doesn't understand about the world, or he just, you know, has some views that may be anti-Semitic. But wholly, no. Wholly, no. Dre, do you think he's anti-Semitic? I said no. I'm. For me, it's a yes or no. I don't think he's anti-Semitic. But you understand how I answered the question. I just said no. That's all Kyrie Irving had to do, to say, no, I'm not anti-Semitic. That's all he had to do. <laughs> That's it. I don't believe he's anti-Semitic. Like I said, I can relate to it because I know how I am. If I feel like I'm being attacked, I'm going to be an asshole. Matt, are you, Matt, are you, Matt, are you anti-Semitic? You can't relate to that. No. All right. I don't that, even know what that really is. You can't relate to that. And, right, I, and, but, I, and the thing is, you being able to say, well, I can relate to Kyrie, shows his influence as a public figure. That is a mm-hmm. symptom of it. If somebody, if you feel that personable enough to be like, yo, I can relate to this, that shows his impact on the public. And that's on period. Let's be clear. Kyrie Irving does not make me the man that I am today. Me being an asshole is strictly because who, but who, how I'm no, hold, 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 hold up. Hold. No, what I mean by as far as the way that he answered the media, if I feel like I'm being attacked and I feel like I'm not being listened to, or I'm not being heard, yes, I'm going to be an asshole, I'm going to be very sarcastic, but that's I'm going to give exactly you what you want. What I'm you, you are proving but, exactly what my point is. No, it means it, what it means is in my head at that moment. Nothing I say, truthfully or or, or regard of how I, how I'm meaning for it to come out, you're going to accept to where it's going to benefit me in a positive way. You're going to just fish for whatever you need to spin the narrative to burn me. That's all that I'm saying. You're saying exactly. You're what you're saying is exactly what my point is. Like you're the the thing is you don't trust the media. You you are tiptoeing the line. I'm not. You are though. You are though. Because at the end of the day, you're saying exactly what he has a platform. Any public figure, if you could be like, yo, I could see why, you know, he's being attacked. He's being this. He's being that. The thing is, at the end of the day, right? It does not excuse you from being irresponsible. He's being irresponsible. And that's on period. That's my biggest problem with Kyrie Irving. Is that he's irresponsible. He is. I'll give you that. 
I don't disagree with you on that. He is. Kyrie Irving is in a better place in life than I am. That's 100% true. But this is why I always tell y'all, I'd rather be rich than famous. Because a lot of certain things that I grew up on, it's going to be hard for me to accept. I, can, I don't think I can accept being a certain way to appease everybody else's narrative so they don't burn me or hurt my money. That's going to be that that's going to be hard for me to do. It's hard to tell you tell yourself not to be yourself or not be true to yourself. That's hard. So that's I mean grant granted what you're saying is right. It that is very irresponsible. 100%. You you're 100% accurate. I'm I'm and this is why I say I can probably 100% relate to what he's saying, how he is in certain aspects. I don't agree with sharing certain things. I don't share a lot of shit. Maybe I'll share how I'm feeling at the moment, but then again, what I'm I'm sharing can be taken any different way at any different moment. And that, that can also be a narrative too, but because the narrative is a lot of people think that he's irresponsible. He's a jackass. He's an idiot. He's stupid. He's he's not he's annoying and all these other things. They're not gonna sit there and really take an account on what he really meant by when he did what he did. That's my point. Again, don't condone what he's doing, but again, I can understand the narrative in certain aspects and why he acts the way that he acts. What 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 I've learned in life sometimes uh, is really about how you say things. It's really about how you say things, how you get things out. You will not always say things the way other people want you to, which the point is point Matt was making earlier. But also at the end of the day, a lot of things are, are cut and dry. A lot of things doesn't even matter how you say it. It's, it's more of a is is it this or is it that? And and that's that's again, that's pretty much what it comes down to with this. But wrapping this up, um shout out to Job Chase Network, all the shows. Uh, again, again, shout out to um, Pete. Pete did an amazing job last night at his show. Um, I heard great things about it, so shout out to you. I'm sorry I couldn't pop up, but uh, uh, American Airlines is holding me hostage. But <laughs> but shout, shout out to you, Pete. Um, so for the voice of generation, Pete Rosado, for BK Matt, for the queen, Queen Tay, it is your boy, Big Baby. Hold up, your nieces want to say something. Say it. Go ahead. <laughs> they don't want to say it. They nervous. Say right. your. Yeah. <laughs> say your. <laughs> I said for her. We're, we're gonna take right. that. We're gonna take it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we like. Yours for the kids. It is your boy, Big Baby. Signing off. Peace. <laughs>